Good morning, meet and meet dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 115. We've now done as many episodes as the atomic number of Unipentium, an element which quickly decays into Unipentium, and then just into the letter U. Mm. This is not true. <laughs> Speaking of things that are not actually based on science, this week we're talking about Dead Until Dark by Charlene Harris, a book so good, its acronym is DUD. <laughs> oh... <laughs> You can get this book for free on Audible if you'd like by going to audiblepodcast.com slash weep. Go there, sign up for a free trial just for being our fan. You get a free audiobook, and it could be this one or a good one. And, of course, when you do that, you support our show, and that's how we keep running, so we really appreciate it. The other way you can support our show now is becoming by becoming an episode sponsor for one small fee. You can decide what topic we are going to cover, and within certain time limits, we cannot say no. So please go there. Or unless we really want to say no. But we probably won't say no. So do that. Go to read-weep.com slash sponsor. Speaking of which, today is our first ever sponsored podcast. Catherine has invited us to read this book. And she's made a couple of small requests, which we'll get to, including our guest today. Amanda was Catherine's first suggestion. So if you want to sponsor an episode, you can choose the guest segments, everything. So we will be as accommodating as is possible. So go to read-weep.com slash sponsor to sign up for that today. Let me introduce you to today's panel. First up, of course, I'm your host. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. My Tweets are sort of like the tibiofibular joints on Apiforms or uh, or the non-biologist. They're the bee's knees. Oh. Wow. I'm so proud of that one. Wow. <laughs> but do bees have tibial and fibula? No, they probably don't. They're, so they're non-existent. <laughs> I guess I've never looked at yeah, You don't tweet very bees. much, do you? <laughs> <laughs> they're They're elusive. <laughs> The, the panel today, very distinguished. And also, I want to help you guys distinguish between their voices because this is a common problem. So first up, uh, he's a writer and a big fan of stupid characters. That's how you can remember him. He's also more positive than anybody deserves to be. In San Francisco, he's named Ezra Fox, and he sounds like this. This. Oh, I should probably talk more than that. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah. That's all. Okay. <laughs> not going to be very helpful. This is Ezra Fox's voice. Enjoy it. Also joining us today, as usual... He has the freakish recall and the dulcet tones that allow him to summarize. He's also totally not a racist, even though I edit the podcast to make it sound like he is. In Seattle, Washington, it's Chris Smith. Yep, that's right. This is what Chris Smith sounds like. And Alex, uh, the editing is just phenomenal. Keep it up. (laughs) Also joining us, a very special guest. She is, uh, this is going to be a tough one to identify, but I think you'll manage. She's a writer for the website Skeptic.org. And she's also a science grad student in Boston, her name is Amanda. Welcome her back to the show. I'm the one that doesn't sound like I have chest hair. <laughs> That's what they're hearing. They're like, hmm, that sounds hairless. Voice <laughs> well, sounds hairless. Chest hairless, at least. 
<laughs> Taylor Lautner, what? This voice sounds like powder. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that dude did not have a lot of hair. No. Nice 90s reference yeah, there. That's solid. <laughs> For what it's worth, he was made entirely out of powder, and it's hard to grow <laughs> hair in powder. <laughs> I think that was what that movie was about, right? It's mostly about that. Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How hard it is to grow hair in powder. <laughs> All right. Uh, so now, uh, now that we've talked about us, let's talk about the book a little bit. To start out, Chris, as I mentioned, Dulcetones, Freakish Recall, yep. that's you. Please summarize the book for us today in the style of a Southern. Give me your best Southern. <laughs> Just a Southern. A southern. <laughs> a Southern. If I don't write it out word for word, I'm going to fuck it up. I know it. <laughs> so I just wrote Chris, comma, Southern, and I tried to make it into a sentence and blew <laughs> Chris, give me a Southern. <laughs> <laughs> give me an S. Southern. Give me an Southern. <laughs> All right, Chris, lay it, lay it on us. All right. This book is called Dead Until Dark, and uh, it follows the chronicles of one Sookie Stackhouse, uh, who's a waitress by day and psychic by night. And uh, this is a world where vampires... Uh, oh, by the way, this is in uh, Bonton, Louisiana, uh, which is somewhere near Shreveport. Uh, it's probably a fictional town. But uh, yeah, there are vampires in this world, and they are among humans, and... It's against the law to eat a human, so they drink synthetic blood or they, you know, do things in dark alleys. But Suki meets a vampire named Bill, and they hit it off famously and get to fucking. Um, Otherwise, there is a serial killer in the town of Bonton, and it kills some other waitresses and Suki's grandmother and probably a cat. And uh, then they figure it out. And... She gets him. I don't know. I, meanwhile, Bill and her are still fucking. I, I don't... They stop for a little while and then they start again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, the details of this book sort of washed over me in a humid and warm malaise. Uh, you should also mention that this is the book on which True Blood is based. That is correct. True Blood, the series. So, uh, you know, if you want to think of Anna Paquin as Sookie and that weird glary guy's bill and it works <laughs> david boreans uh <laughs> he's if you look him up on imdb it's listed under that weird guy so exactly confuse us uh and i'm pretty sure that's the book nice. i think the alternate title for this book was definitely um vampire fucking with interruptions <laughs> <laughs> vampire fucking interrupted <laughs> comma yeah I mean, that's kind of fun, right? That's exactly what we always said Twilight was missing. Yeah, is more dead bodies and more fucking. So, there you go. I mean, this is after... That's all there is in this book, though, is dead bodies (laughs) and fucking. And sometimes fucking dead bodies. And Yeah, and sometimes fucking dead bodies, which is illegal. Which is, uh, uh, (laughs) although technically the vampires are also dead bodies and they are fucking (laughs) multiple kinds of necrophilia in this book i never thought of this as something with shades of gray can you imagine writing that legislation like it's okay for people to fuck vampires but it's not okay for them to fuck dead bodies that aren't moving what if it's a vampire who's just lying still (laughs) (laughs) it's a gray area yeah Yeah, oh yeah you can can you fuck zombies according to this legislation a little bit Reanimated Dead Law of 2001. Michelle Bachman was way for it. As long as they're a man and a woman. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's naughty. Very naughty necrophilia. Without a care, I'm compassionate about killing her. Uh, to have my way... 
<laughs> All right, uh, it's time for the compliment sandwich. We like to start and end every episode with a compliment. That's how we uh, seem like fair and legitimate criticism. So, Amanda, as the guest, you have the right to go first or last in the opening compliment. Which do you prefer? Uh, I will go first because I'm afraid otherwise I will run out. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the name of the vampire bar. <laughs> and also uh, the name for vampire groupies. Uh, the bar is called Fangtasia, <laughs> which so all I could picture was Disney films. Right. So, so the bar was vampires, but they were all using brooms to carry the mops and the water around. Yeah, and wearing tutus. <laughs> right. Yes. And, they, hippos. <laughs> yes. and then the and then the groupies were Fang bangers. Yeah, that's Which, right. Which, like, that just seems legitimate. Like, if we lived in that world, they would totally be called fangbangers. She did nail that, right. yeah. yeah. And they travel around in gangs of fangbangers. And then sometimes <laughs> in, you know, fang the gang of passion, you could, you could gangbang fangbangers. Fangbang? <laughs> it's really important that when a, a fangbang gangbang is going on, that you don't hang them. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Um, the, uh, the vampire sex movie about a flying car, Chitty Chitty Fangbang? <laughs> if they go to jail is it a fang bang chain gang oh. <laughs> this is the best part of this book <laughs> all right excellent uh so moving right along i'm gonna go second i think cool yep so uh this is going to add to my long list that i've been creating starting with the twilight series of stupid shit vampires are good at or ssvaga uh, this is my new favorite one, too. So it turns out when you drink vampire blood, it makes you more vampire-like, and then it makes you more attractive and stronger and more sexually confident. A little and, blonder, uh, too. Yeah, a little blonder, and you you feel <laughs> faster, which is all ridiculous. So she drinks some vampire blood, and it makes her more vampire-like. And then she's in a bar, she's a waitress, and she has to quarter the lemons. And she takes a pile of lemons and grabs a knife, and then she looks down, and all the lemons are quartered. In like 30 seconds, yeah. In like 30 seconds, and without her realizing that she was doing it. And then she looks at him and goes, oh my god. <laughs> like she was just realizing all the fruit possibilities of her newfound power. <laughs> so much sangria. <laughs> I mean, you know, for a waitress, that's like, that's a promotion right there, I think. If you're the best yeah. fruit quarter that you yeah, can. Down from two minutes to 30 seconds. She really efficientized that plant. Yeah. How often do you quarter lemons? Oh, often. And limes, too. There's a, just any citrus that works for That's why it's great. <laughs> Show that to your shape-shifting pervy boss. I just wanted to, she's going to teach knife skills from now on. That's what she's got yeah. in her future. Yeah, her mise en plots. Excellent. Yeah, so good. <laughs> That's like, have you ever played What Would Your Lame Superpower Be? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she kind of wins. Yeah, citrus quarter. <laughs> what would the superhero name for that be? Mm. Lemonista? <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Limonada. Yeah. Oh, um, Limonada is also very nice. The Pop Tart? No, that doesn't work. <laughs> why, why would that work? Well, they're a little tart. All right, so the next compliment <laughs> is going to be Chris. Yep. Uh, so, Sookie works at the diner slash bar, and it's the kind of place where the manager of the bar keeps a baseball bat behind the counter for emergencies. Mm-hmm. Which means, therefore, that Bonton is the kind of place where baseball emergencies erupt daily. <laughs> and softball emergencies, presumably. Or softball emergencies, that's true. Well, they're not the same bat. You can't use a baseball bat for softball legally, so it, it's one or the other. Yeah, that's true. So, strictly baseball emergencies. Someone goes running into the bar like, guys, 
we need someone to pinch hit. Maybe play a little bit of left field. You know what? There's supernatural shit going around. What if there's just flying rogue baseballs that are smashing up shit? (laughs) (laughs) And you've got to knock it out of the park. Yeah, come on. Um, Can I make a request? Yes, you can. Anytime anyone says, uh, Suki, can we use the HBO-approved True Blood pronunciation of Suki? 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 All right, give me that. So, like Cartman? It's like a Cartman voice? (laughs) Southern Cartman. (laughs) Oh, even better. So you've watched this series as? Yeah. I mean, have you watched any of it? No. Hmm. Is it good? I mean, it's the best trashy fun I think you'll find. It's like high production... Uh, high value, very trashy. It's like if a uh, if a soap opera, you know, had a lot of sex in it and vampires and blood. All right. Well, uh, as it's your turn for the uh, your major compliment now, I think. Um. Okay. So Suke and myself um, have <laughs> very similar food tastes. Um. There was a uh, annoying woman who came to um, her grandmother's wake funeral. And uh, the annoying woman brought a taco salad, and Suke uh, said she planned to throw it away in the garbage right when she left. Taco salads are, I would say, the worst form of tacos, and maybe the fifth worst form of salads. I have, I have one minor, no, no. one minor point of argument with you, which is that it has the exact same ingredients as a taco, but it's five times the size. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's sort of hard exactly. to argue with eating five tacos at once. I'm. I'm sorry. Out of a still, large bowl, because you you don't get the salsas anymore. Like like the you don't get like a little bit of salsa on. You don't you can't pick it up, which is oh, one yeah. of my favorite things about tacos. You don't get it from a truck, which is also one of my favorite things about tacos. Yeah. <laughs> All right, those last two I can't I I can't argue with. Although you, you presumably could get some salsa on the side if you asked for it. I mean, here's the thing: take oh, a I, food that you love, mm-hmm, add yes. salad to that word. Do you still love right. that food? Stroganoff salad. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream salad. Yeah. Pie salad. Mm. But taco salad can be good. I don't know. I make a mean taco salad. Waldorf salad salad. <laughs> mm. Salad made of tiny Waldorf salads. All right. Tossed. It's interesting at least. I'll yeah. give you that. Snickers salad. Yeah. Although, I, I to throw back to Sookie's taste when she's feeling I'm sorry, down in the taste? dumps. <laughs> <laughs> Throw back to Sookie's taste. <laughs> when she's feeling down in the dumps, she eats ice cream uh, with yeah. candy on it, and that's my favorite too. I do like putting candy on ice cream. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like here's your problem, Ezra, because a taco salad is like I said, the taco ingredients. So would a Snickers salad just be like more peanuts and then a caramel dressing and tossed? And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Now it's time for our hate game. Uh, this week we're going to play by Hatethlon, which could also be Try Hatethlon, Penthath Hatethlon, Septa Hatethlon, dot dot dot, and Hatethlon. Google Hatethlon. Wait, yeah. so, sorry, do we ski and then shoot things with hate? Yes. Well, I think you just ski and then hate them. Oh, okay. Or, you don't have to shoot them with your hate, you just have to hate them. Or do we, with great accuracy, though? Because if you don't yes. hate them accurately, then you have to ski more. And then the triathlon is is swimming, skiing, and hate, and then the pentathlon <laughs> is swimming, skiing, hate, 
love, and irrationality. Where are you going to find a place where you can both swim and ski at the same time, Alex? <laughs> or love and hate in the same competition? <laughs> the Olympics, guys. Oh, okay. I was going to go with telenovela, for. but that's... Oh. <laughs> also accurate. Anyway, all the way up to N, hate the lawn. That's the key. <laughs> that was my math joke for, for Catherine. She requested a math joke. Ding. That's the best I that's the best I can offer. And by me offering, I mean that was written by Mr. Bill Cernansky, our hate game creator. All right, so in any order, what is something you hated about the book? For me, at least, like, it was really interesting reading this and after reading Twilight, because I think Twilight did a lot of the same things. For instance, Sookie can read minds, but can't read vampires, just way the same, the same way that Edward can read minds, but not Bella's. It wasn't played out, though, when this came out. I mean, this was, this was 2001, you know, like... Vampires yeah. were not a thing at that point. No, it was all Space Odysseys and 9-11. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly oh. what I remember of 2001 as well. It was quite a year. Yeah. Well, I, the thing I hate, you mentioned the tele- telepathy thing. Just the worst sentence in this entire book, my biggest hate had to do with that, is she's talking about how uh, nobody believes her. Like, they all like think she's a freak, but no one really believes that she's a telepath. And then she said, my, mo- my parents tested me, but they couldn't accept the simple truth that I was a telepath. Which is such a bad use of the word simple. <laughs> like, you're like, all, look, guys, all I want you to do is just accept that everything that science has ever known about people is wrong. But you're already living in a world with vampires, and later we find out shapeshifters. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it seems like it's fully acceptable within this world that that happened, but you're right. It's not a simple truth, right? Yes. It's, yeah. That's all I wanted. It just seems like, right, like, I, I mean, it's nice that they're just like... Oh, vampires exist, and then they try to have some political cover-up about whether or not it's a virus. There's no incredulity. We miss all of that. Yeah, there's just credulity. Yeah, <laughs> the Montana is full of it. Credulity it's salad. Easy to get a loan because you've got so much credulity. Yeah, yeah. Low interest rates, high credulity. Mm-hmm. There's the credulity unions, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like, oh yeah, they'll pay us back. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Other hates? I gotta hate. Uh, <laughs> is it the the vampire fucking? <laughs> Not gonna hate on that right now. No, I'm I'm, I'm gonna hate on the lack of subtlety for this one. So okay. the the villain <laughs> that we have is a serial killer who killed and then had sex with his sister. Like yeah. we're not even trying for like any bit of like. Like, oh, that's a that's a believable, credible, you know, credulity uh, having villain that you know I could really you know, sympathize with, and he's like a rich character, you know, kind of like a like Gaston. Yeah, <laughs> yes, like exactly like Gaston from Beauty someone and the who Beast. like you know spits like Gaston and like <laughs> yeah uses antlers and all of his decorating. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> okay, here's but here's what I want to know. Uh, we mentioned earlier off the air. We mentioned that we were having some trouble following certain characters. I thought I was doing so good, and you usually make fun of me for not knowing anybody's <laughs> names, but I was like, I know Sookie Stackhouse. Wait, wait, sorry, sure. Sookie Stackhouse. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Bill the Vampire. I remember these two guys, and then they find the murderer, like, the murderer was Renee! And I was like, who? <laughs> it was kind of a Scooby-Doo moment, where, like, like we, we met this like, person at all? Yeah. I'm so glad I wasn't the only no, one doing that. He was, that. like, like in the diner a couple times. Which one is he? <laughs> yeah, he was in the diner a couple times, and I think somebody knew him. He was, like, a friend of somebody. He was Arlene's uh, ex-husband. Oh. So, waitress okay. Arlene, who's been married a lot, one of yeah. her ex-husbands. Shocker. Yes, but the big like, reveal is, like, somebody who we've heard of was the murderer. It's a small town. But, like, 
<laughs> All of the male characters are brooding and bitchy, so I couldn't really distinguish between the brooding, bitchy males. <laughs> they were just all the same. There's that one attractive, stupid guy who I like. <laughs> JB. <laughs> he was great. He was definitely the yeah, best character. I feel like JB has <laughs> got to have some kind of superpower. Because JB is <laughs> handsome and strong and dumb as fuck. <laughs> Um, and the doctor really want, likes him, yeah, right? He's yeah, like, I'm going to go bang him. a doctor, I guess. And, and, <laughs> but, and, and her, her, her theory on that is she's got enough smart for the both of them, which is a relationship theory I've never heard before. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that. If you're a doctor, you'd be like, the last thing I want when I get into bed is a second opinion. So, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's something I, I hate. But I'm willing to grant is that maybe describing a kiss is really hard because Stephanie Meyer was so bad at it. And then the romance novel we read was so bad at it. And then this one, she says during a kiss, it felt like the whole world was involved in this kiss. Yeah. Ew. Herpes for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot to handle at once. Like the whole world in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. You've got the whole world in your mouth. You got the whole world. Oh, it's so gross. Yep. And we discussed this in the Jersey Shore when they did the three way kiss that there's just so much negative space that any more than two is weird. Uh, So six billion plus, I mean, that's. And just a lot of heads pressed together in a large circle. Yeah, nobody's getting very good kissing at that point. No, you're you're right. Uh, and then like yeah, other times like you know when she's climaxing, the world is made of white and gold and yeah. yeah. Well, that's because that's the color of his junk. Oh. <laughs> and it's very Fair large, enough. so it takes up her, it fills her whole yeah. world. Well, it sometimes the descriptions are bad, and sometimes the descriptions are just oogie. You know where Bill he like tells Sookie like there's a juicy artery in your groin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which bother, which is another part of one of my biggest hates about this is I don't like combining food and sex. I don't like it. <laughs> and he, as he climaxes, sucks her blood every yeah. time. And I think <laughs> that's just gross. Keep food where it belongs. Alex, I love that your hate is like, mm, not for me. <laughs> this, this isn't I mean, for me. No, not for. Okay, sure. Yeah, I like food for food's sake, and I like to enjoy my food, and I don't like to have to think about it while I'm doing it. You don't want to have a sex salad. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not interested. <laughs> but aren't you a little curious? Uh, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I would try a sex salad once, right? But I don't want to count herpes. <laughs> you don't have to have the herpes dressing on your sex salad. <laughs> it already comes with dressing, so. It's, it's, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the herpes on the side, please. Amanda, can that please be your PSA for like safe sex? <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Other hates? Uh, I hate that Suki starts out. I'm sorry, Suki. Uh, <laughs> starts out as such a prude. Like she's just completely naive and completely inexperienced. And then she has horrifically pornographic, disgusting, nasty sex for the other half of the book. <laughs> And then makes me feel like a prude. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's that little bit of vampire blood. It makes you more sexually confident and willing to let a guy fuck you into the mud so hard. Oh God, that I ugh. That was my favorite one, actually. I liked when he like he he plowed her into the mud, where it was like I thought she was gonna grow like sooky flowers in the next day. <laughs> I want man. What was the line from that specifically? It was like. Pound and mud people, I think. Oh God, yes, they were like primitive mud people. Yeah, or something yeah, like that. like that Shakira video. 
just like that. Yeah, yeah, was it? Uh, I thought I would be plowed into this mud, into my grave. Hot, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be fucked to death? I like... Well, no, 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 not to death, just actually into the oh, grave. Oh, just into your grave. Pull her back okay. and start over. Yeah. That's an important distinction. <laughs> I liked that one. That one was fun. I didn't like the one where he was like, I just want to fuck you through the boards of this uh, uh, this porch you're sitting on. Like, that one was a little gross. It's like he doesn't know what a hammer is, you know? Like, he, <laughs> <laughs> he needs to, he needs He's to, like, like, what, so that step over there is loose? Let's go fuck on it? <laughs> exactly. If, if, it's like, if your only tool is your dick, you, like, treat everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, the only tool is his tool. Yeah. Here's another great moment in sex in this book. They're having a very sexy moment, and she says, "At some point, he slipped off his sandals," which I really like, as in like a. I don't know that they when they came off, but, but you glance off. down, you're like, "Wasn't he wearing sandals earlier?" That's so sexy. <laughs> I like 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 this sort of like a crazy sex scene, and like the sandals are like neatly placed, and we're like, "Wow." How did this yeah. happen? And she did not say flip-flops. There might have been a buckle, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been Velcro. Could have been a Tiva. You don't know. So I think the, the root of the problem is that Suke is dumb. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> like, she didn't pick up on the, um, uh, when the first woman is killed, and they're like, well, you know, she liked rough men. And Suke is like, what? I don't understand what you're talking about. She liked them to not shave. Yeah. Yeah, like, how that was she, a little silly. How yeah. could she be reading like everyone's like dirtiest thoughts for like twenty five years and not figure exactly. out like all these things? Like, why is she I mean, so stupid? It's because she's dumb. Yeah. She's dumb. She, okay, uh, okay, okay. Look, I, I mean, maybe on the grand scale, she's she's dumb, but she's like five or six Bellas. Yeah, yeah. I, she's I do have to way give her that. smarter than Bella. Like, she actually has. She has agency. It's crazy. Here's how smart she is. She plays Scrabble <laughs> against her vampire boyfriend. He's like 150. You can't play Scrabble against a guy with that much life experience unless you're pretty smart. Well, a lot of those words, we don't spell that way anymore. So he, <laughs> so you're just like, wrong, wrong. Just trying to add ease onto everything. Yeah, ever like, ease. Yeah. I don't know what derogotype is, but no. <laughs> but like, like every time she used a big word, I just felt like, oh, good job, sweetie. Was that on your vocabulary list for the week? <laughs> you get a cookie. Yeah, have a gold star. Suki gets a cookie. Suki <laughs> Uh, from now on for the rest of the show if anybody says cookie could you pronounce it the hbo approved way cookie 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 <laughs> or if anyone like owes money to someone it'd be a bookie <laughs> so uh I, I guess if we're still on hates i hate that sam the guy who owns the diner or man it runs the diner who is a shapeshifter gets a total pass for shapeshifting into a pervy dog and then watching her like shower and strip naked and nuzzle her crotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, he just like gets. Just... Oh, Sam, you you get a scolding for that. That's not something that will deeply trouble me. Like I don't, about... don't rip down the roof of reality on you, Chris. But at that point, you'd be like, you wouldn't be like, oh my god, you saw me naked. You'd be like, you can change into a dog. Yeah, or a bird, or anything else. I mean, that is a higher concern for me in that moment. Then I, I don't know. I don't care what you can change into. If you <laughs> stick your nose in my crotch, <laughs> like I know, I, I'm gonna ha- have more things to say to you than just, "Oh, Sam, don't do that." Okay, <laughs> I'm not trying to give him a pass here, but just like, there's a lot of behaviors that are dog acceptable um, that he could have done that he didn't. He could have just true. taken like a, 
the crap on the floor, and that's like you know, mostly not acceptable. <laughs> he could have like you know humped uh, several legs, you know, yeah. furniture or human, and like. So you're saying it's better that he stuck his nose in her crotch after she knew that he was a person? I'm not saying well, that. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, other than like, well, he didn't crap on the floor, so he's a good boy. I'm not trying to give him <laughs> yes, a huge pass. Yes. I'm just saying he's, <laughs> yes. he's not the worst dog ever. That's all. He's not the worst dog. Still bad dog, but not worst dog. Yeah, but like oh, no, I, weird I, peeping Tom guy who's your boss. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, but they kiss. What once. are you gonna do? You're gonna turn yeah. him in? Be like, well, when my boss was shapeshifted into a dog, he did a very dog-like thing. Also, I'm the crazy girl from town. He probably wouldn't <laughs> want to lead with that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> also, she's sort of like his adorable platonic friend that's always trying to sniff her crotch. <sighs> At a certain point, that becomes unplatonic. <laughs> Wait, I like platonic. <laughs> there's like that's a the... sense of fun to it. Yeah, that's <laughs> drink new platonic now in squeeze bags. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, I'm sold. This ad was required but not approved by Audible. Meanwhile, with an iPhone. Siri, review Dead Until Dark. I didn't read Dead Until Dark. Siri, read Dead Until Dark. No. Ah, Rutabaga. Problem says? Yeah, I just got a new iPhone, and Siri's being a jerk. You're a jerk. Hey, Siri. How's it going? Uh, yeah, good luck with that. I get off work at 10. Want to go somewhere and eat a bunch of caramels? Nice, Siri. Goodwill hunting reference. Well, she still doesn't review. Siri, if we give you a free trial subscription to audiblepodcast.com slash weep, will you review Dead Until Dark for us? I don't want to get stuck with any fees. No fees, baby. No fees. And if you cancel... You get to keep the book. Of course, Chris. I would be happy to. Thanks, Siri. You're the best. Reviewing. Reviewing. Reviewed. Dead Until Dark is the porno version of Twilight you've been looking for. I haven't been looking for that. Here is Ezra's search history. There are 18 searches of porno and Twilight in the last month. That's definitely not my search history. Siri, how many searches has he done for sandwiches in the last week? Over 13,000. Crap. Thanks, Siri. Can you generate a tagline for us? Yes. And for you, Chris, I can generate feelings of love. Call me. Audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. The same thing happened when Chris met Hal from a space odyssey. Yeah, Uh, all right, guys. I have a couple of things that I that are just bugging me on a large scale, and I need to ask ask you guys for some help on. So I want to play a, a quick game called the Big Question. So uh, number one, I want your opinions on this. I am not convinced that being telepathic would be the worst. Which this girl and also the girl in the other thing that we read that she was telepathic was like, it's the worst thing ever. And she even said in this one, especially during sex, I'm not. I don't buy it. I think it might be kind of fun. What do you think? I think I agree. I think Suke just has terrible taste in who she's tried to sleep with. So, Ooh. well, she hasn't, she hasn't slept with anybody, so she doesn't. No, act- but who she's tried to sleep with? Like, if they're thinking, like, "Damn, you got some cellulite there, girl," while they're trying to get it on, like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, yes, that's a great point. Like, I've, I've definitely, I, like, when I am trying to date somebody, I'm not like staring critically at all of their flaws. I'm like looking at the parts that I like and being like, "Hmm, that's great." Yeah, yeah. Shouldn't you be like, yay, someone's getting naked with me? Not, mm, yeah. I don't know about that ass. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that ass over there. The first <laughs> ass is great. The second ass. 
Okay, so maybe nobody should ever read my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I would be a disappointment. Suke should not try to have sex with me. (laughs) The thing I don't get about Suke is why she doesn't just go to a a country where she doesn't speak the language. I feel like that would really solve a lot of the issues. Whoa! That is genius. Oh, way to go. Yeah, right? (laughs) Where all she hears is like, while she's trying to have sex with him. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, sing tong, oh, ching ta, what an ass. By the way, uh, Chris's world, I think, was the Muppet world. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was a world just at the sing tao beer plant. Oh, right. They're just talking about sing tao. <laughs> Ask for it by name. Uh, all right. So another big, another big question. Vampire blood makes people stronger, and then people blood makes vampires stronger. Is this physically possible? Has they, have they just created a blood perpetual motion machine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Vampires are physically possible. I proved it with science, Alex. But, That's your science show, Catherine. <laughs> it also weakens both of them to lose blood, though. Yeah. So here's the thing. Uh-huh. Bill is stronger when he drinks Sukkah's blood. But then the thing is, he's a total selfish asshole. She's like <laughs> taking like iron supplements and vitamins and trying to get her blood back. <laughs> And he tells her, no, don't take the iron. I don't like the way it tastes. bad. Yeah. And you're like, what a fucking dick. (laughs) You're literally sucking her life force out. He's trying to be nice. He offers up his groin vein. I mean, what girl wouldn't want that? Yeah. What do you Uh have as like a side when you're serving groin vein? Like (laughs) groin vein salad with a side of what? Squirminess. Uh Squirt <laughs> oogie. <laughs> With a side of teabagging, actually, I think. <laughs> Considering the area where that is, yeah, yeah that's a side of teabagging. Oh, this teabagging is second infusion. I want <laughs> All right, here's another sciencey question for you. Um, when she's reading the, the killer's mind, she said it was like being in the mind of a snake, a cold, lethal snake. <laughs> as opposed to all those warm friendly snakes. All those warm snakes, yeah. <laughs> well, it depends. Well, it was like being in a pit of cold lethal snakes, which yeah. if they're in a pit, they're going to be cold. Well, I guess snakes, snakes are why kind of have to be cold lethal snakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's like Harry Potter, right? Cuz there's like the there's a nice uh snake that was in the uh, you know, in the zoo that that Harry let out, and then there is the bad snake, you know, that killed hella people. So like there's definitely a difference. But the bad snake had part of Voldemort's soul in it, so is yeah. that that's, that's the exception, not the rule. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. <laughs> like to be fair to snakes, come on. I felt like I was in a pit of cold, lethal Horcruxes. <laughs> <laughs> Why did it have to be cold, lethal Horcruxes? <laughs> All right, one one last thing that I just want your opinion on. I loved the uh, the fact that she actually kept with vampire lore, so that. Uh, if uh, if the chick ate a lot of garlic, Bill didn't like fucking her as much anymore. And his, his skin got burned by silver. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. But I, I and I like because it didn't really affect them except in really small, stupid ways. Well, he has like, to go to to he he has to hide during the daytime. Yeah, that's pretty significant. Yeah, mm. he has well, to just sparkle. Sure, and that's what she says. Like they, he was dead until dawn or something, and that was like the dead until dark. Dead until yeah, dark. Yeah. Sorry, dead until dark. That was the whole thing. Uh, but. In all fairness, if you work the night shift, you're unconscious until dark. I mean, I don't. It's not a huge difference. Yeah, I think like, it might be. I think uh, <laughs> I think exploding if it's sunny out. 
is uh, is no, a pretty it, big difference. Okay, sure, but in, in in practicality, like he's in sleeping and naked in a pile of dirt, or she's you know in bed all day. It's not a huge difference. Like you still can't hang out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but just because you work the night shift doesn't mean you suck the blood of your fuck buddy. Don't you though? Mm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it does. No. Those third shift people, they're weird. Especially <laughs> <laughs> if they pulled a double. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get your strength back after yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> it is time for the second half of our compliment sandwich. We're going to go in reverse order of the compliments from the first round. So Ezra gets to be first. Um, all right. This is a compliment for Charlene uh, Harris for not creating the, no- the most annoying character in True Blood. So for anyone who watches True Blood, I would say the worst person in it is um, is, is Sookie's sassy black friend who does not exist in this world, uh, in the book world. <laughs> and so um, good good on you for Charlene uh, Harris for not uh, thinking <laughs> that anyone would really want to hang out with this uh, this character for an extended amount of time. For letting Alan Ball come up with that idea. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Ball saying, you know what? Suke needs a sassy black friend. And and, and is is her sassy black friend providing relationship advice? Um, mostly she's screaming. Oh. <laughs> How is that sassy? <laughs> well, I guess not sassy as imperiled uh, friend. Yeah. Um, oh. mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's that's more the issue. Um, although Alan Ball, to his credit, does expand the role of Lafayette, the um, the, the gay uh, uh, short order cook, and that's that's a good one. So yeah, he seems fun. Yeah, he, mm. he, he gets for, them. like the 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 outfit that they gave him uh, was that he had sandals, which was cute for what they're talking about. But short order cook should not be wearing open toed shoes. Well, clogs, True. right? I think that's it's, that's got to be an OSHA violation. Yeah, <laughs> still clogs. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. At some point, the sandals came off. I don't know when. <laughs> oh. I realize how boring I am. I'm like, I'm reading a book about vampires fucking, and I'm like, this is fine. And then someone's wearing sandals at work. And I'm like, oh, that's so dangerous. Call OSHA. Yeah. Yeah. And this podcast hasn't fucked you up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris, your turn. Yeah. Um. So I have a compliment that actually relates back to what we did the last couple episodes with Catcher in the Rye. After having sex with Bill for the first time, including the weird vampire bloody finger bang thing that we Wait, haven't discussed. How did we get this? I mean, I just kept assuming it would come up in the hate, but by far the most horrifying part of this book. Yes. Is the bloody finger bang. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, okay, okay. So they, they fuck, and, and Sookie's a virgin, so it hurts a lot, and she's like, and he's like, okay, I shouldn't have sex with you for a few days because you're going to be super duper sore. And she's like, oh yeah, well doesn't your blood heal me? And he's like, oh, yeah, and, like, cuts himself, gets it on his finger, and then starts finger-banging her to heal her slash. That was exactly the noise that I made when I got to that part, yeah. yeah. I, I totally I was... wasn't paying attention and missed this part. <laughs> <laughs> you missed this part? Oh my god! Yeah. No, I was like, he's like, doesn't your blood heal me? And I was like, okay, cool. So he's just gonna, she's just gonna drink uh, his blood more. Then I just kind of like, I guess Mm-mm. zoned out for a while. Came yeah, back. Direct she, application. She was oh, fine. So bad. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> topical <laughs> cream also. What? <laughs> oh, oh. So gross. I I also loved that like all uh pop uh book 
writings about uh, being de-virginized, it, it was of course like painful. And even though she's like Suke is is kind of she's an old virgin. <laughs> she's old for a virgin. <laughs> And I just wanted to be like, really, girl, you've never done, like, gymnastics or gone horseback riding or anything. Like, yeah. it was still like, oh, God, the pain and the blood. Like, yeah. seriously? No. Nah. Or a vibrator right. or a dildo or... Yeah. No she thoughts of the vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She would be reading the thoughts. It's like, I can't... All he's thinking is... One zero one zero one zero one zero one zero one like, mm, need fresh batteries. Mm. <laughs> They're always so into themselves. They're never thinking about you. Yeah. Yeah. God, uh, fucking man. Yeah. All right, yeah, vibrators um, are such dicks. Okay, so uh, my, my compliment, so, sorry, skipping that. to get back, to get back, my compliment is actually something that relates to what we were doing last couple weeks, which was Catcher in the Rye. So after having sex with Bill for the first you know time, and then also having some vampire blood inside her, all that stuff, she was feeling cocky. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the same way Holden Caulfield feels sexy or yeah. his sister gets fisty when she's hitting him. It's, it's, no, it's just, it's just the noun and why. So she was feeling cocky because she was full of cocks. Well, I think if I remember correctly, the, the exact sentence was something like, I was feeling different. Cocky is not the right word, but then maybe something else. And I was like, no, cocky is exactly the right word. <laughs> kind of dickish, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the best word. Prickly? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, so for my compliment, this is going to be uh, my final comment. This is as per request. The other request that our sponsor of this week's episode, Catherine, gave us, which, of course, you can always do by going to, uh, to read-weep.com slash sponsor. But she also requested that we do a joke about the fact that Bill the Vampire listens to Kenny G. And I disagree with her. I don't think this is a huge surprise here at all. I mean, I think anybody who's ever listened to Kenny G's music knows it already sounds like it had the life sucked out of it. Oh. (laughs) There you go. That is your custom written joke. One liner straight for you. (laughs) Nicely done. Nicely done. (laughs) Amanda, your turn. I would like to compliment Charlene Harris on her uh, correct uh, medical terminology. Mm. Like when the brother and sister duo that are like drug dealers. Yeah, the rat uh, Are trying. Oh, yes, the rat trays. Like, which (laughs) all I could picture was a rat on a tray every time I I said that. Oh, I was picturing, uh, (laughs) I was picturing like, uh, what is it, his parents in uh, in, uh, Ratatouille. (laughs) <laughs> I was just—I was picturing CG talking rats from a, a Disney movie. I, I, I was just thinking how how like lucky for Sookie that they weren't called like the cuddle trays because like it would have felt really bad when people called the cuddles. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh there are the rats, no problem, kill them. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. They're obviously bad people. Thanks for you know dropping that hint, author. Yeah, making it so easy. But when they're trying to drain Bill out in the back parking lot, like the, she just drops, um, you know, oh, she was about to change the vacutainer. And I was like, whoa, that is exactly what those are called. Good job, Charlene. <laughs> yes. Vacutainer. And vacutainer. They're, they're yeah. for this specifically of draining vampires or other purposes as well? <laughs> for, they're, they're used in, in blood drawing. So, yes, oh. which is oh. kind of strange that they would be doing it so oh, correctly. I've seen those. It's like it's a glass tube with like the rubber thing on the top and they poke it in and then it goes blub, 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 like, yeah, yeah because it's under vacuum so it helps get the blood out faster nice is there um is there a blow utainer where it just like goes like the other direction <laughs> straight <laughs> pushes the blood out. back into you that would, that would 
That's called an embolism, and that would kill you. <laughs> Not so much fun. Also called a fleshlight. <laughs> Notice yeah. the container. Uh, yeah, I have a question. Um, so, if Bill can be drained of blood, but he's dead, does does he not make any new blood, or does he get to make new blood? I'm assuming that the blood flowing through his veins is her blood, and so she's just getting it straight back, and that's why it's well, a weird circular thing. That's the other issue, though, right? Because like, if there there's there's he doesn't have a heart beating, so how does the blood flow? Hmm. Yeah, you found the one problem with this. <laughs> Well, that's why they need the vacutainers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Uh, this has been our first sponsored episode. We're going to try to do about one a month uh, based on our current rate of subscri- of sponsorships so that we don't uh, totally overwhelm our other more democratic process. So if you want to get a, a topic that you, you def- definitely want us to get in there, go to redistribute.com slash sponsor and you can choose from almost anything. We will have another one again in a couple weeks. And uh, in the meantime, we'll be back next week. And next week, uh, if I'm correct, we're talking about Halloween specials. Is that right, Az? Cool. So the important thing is that uh, for our Halloween specials episode, we haven't picked what we're going to do. So we need you to go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash read and weep, and tell us your favorite Halloween specials you'd like us to review. I'm assuming we'll do the the uh, Charlie Brown Great Pumpkin one. Yeah. Uh, but anything else you have that is it, we'll probably do three of them. So if you have another favorite television Halloween special, let us know and we will check it out. So facebook.com slash read and weep. All right, that is it. Thank you for joining us. As always, Chris and Ezra. Yeah. Yep. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us on uh, such short notice for doing so much work for this and for being uh, Catherine's first choice. Yeah, I'm I'm honored. Uh, you know, I've I've never been someone's first choice before. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I'm so sad at the end. Well, you have been that was now. that was terrible. I apologize. I'm a real downer. <laughs> wow. It sounded better in my head. Yeah, was sweet, and then it wasn't. <laughs> Amanda. Uh, we, we mentioned Skeptic up front. Do you want to talk more about it? Or do you want to pimp something else? It's uh... Uh, Yeah, I can, I can totally pimp Skeptic. Yeah. Uh, I, I write the quickies uh, three times a week, so fun, short links having to do with science and skepticism and feminism and all sorts of awesome things. Uh, we just brought a couple of more writers on, so come and check them out. And, of course, we also have Mad Art Lab, um, which might appeal to your listeners since it's you know artsy and sciencey. Hmm. And uh, if they are in another country where they are safe from suke, um, <laughs> they can also <laughs> check out. Uh, we have uh, Skeptic Sweden, and we have uh, Skeptic uh, Esceptica. So um, we have some uh, Mexican and Spanish writers uh, for that blog it's really cool thank you excellent and everybody skeptic skeptic skeptic.org anyway we will talk to you again some other time take care of it take care everybody else goodbye